0: Welcome to Real Estate Secrets Unlocked, the podcast that takes you inside the minds of the industry's top professionals, revealing their top secrets to success. I'm your host, Danielle Damiano. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, get ready to learn the latest trends, strategies, and secrets that will help you succeed. Join us as we go beyond the basics and explore what it takes to make it in the world of real estate. So buckle up and get ready for a wild ride. This is Real Estate Secrets Unlocked. Hey everybody, it's Danielle Damianov and I am here today with Adriana Torres, a good friend of mine, with um, in a maze. I am so excited that you're here. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Danielle, for inviting me. I'm super excited.
0: You're welcome. So Adriana um is the CEO owner of Stage and Amaze, which is a home design and staging company. And why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you do and your company does?
1: Sure. Um, so Stage and Amaze has been in business for 12 years now. Our focus is um, helping people and realtors and home sellers stage their homes so that they are in the best position to market. So that's one side of our company, um, getting either vacant home staged or occupied homes as well. Um, And then on the other side of the business, we do a lot of design projects. So because of um, demand of our services and people liking our stagings a lot, we decided to introduce a design division which is called Designs to Amaze. So we can serve both needs um, from the selling perspective. And then once a, a buyer purchases a home and they need to design it, we can um, serve that as well.
0: I love that. So tell, talk to me a little bit about the design. Are you, obviously it's different than staging. Staging, you're staging a property to show it in its best light to sell. Then the design aspect of it is if somebody buys a home, you're working with them on designing it for their, you know, for their taste or Correct. whatever, are you selling them the furniture or?
1: Yes, so that's exactly right. It's two different things to design to sell and design to live. So when we um, provide this design service for our clients, we are designing that for them, for them to enjoy, for them to live, for them to um, or for the, the space to show what the client wants the colors the style so what we do is we present that i mean we have an initial meeting with the client so we can get to know them better their style their taste their expectations from from these design project so we can then proceed to present options for these design so um, we do that um via design boards or mood boards where we present clients with um, a couple of different options per room that we are designing and these design boards really allow them to see a better visual of, of the overall design, how it how everything would you know come put together. Um so it it's really helpful in 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 them deciding what they want. as yes, they're purchasing the furniture. So um so we provide that service and then we also do like all the logistics involved in receiving um, these furnishings, assembling, um dealing with damages. Um, we do the shopping part, which clients love. Some people say you know, exactly what I want, just go shopping for me. And I just want to be surprised. But some others, they want to be part of that shopping experience. So we go with them together. And then comes the final, you know, install day, which is normally in a couple of days, um, which is when everything comes together.
0: I love it. I love that. It totally complements your business. Um, So as you know, this podcast is all about helping um, real estate agents and real estate investors on ways to grow and scale their business. So, talk to me a little bit about how home staging can help a real estate agent or a real estate investor or home seller, for that matter, um, get their home sold quicker than if a property was not staged.
1: Absolutely, staging um, is the marketing technique. So, it is um, like you said before, putting the home in its best light to sell. Um, we we separate our stagings into. Um, levels. Those those that are occupied, homes that are occupied where furnishings are in the home and the buyers might, I mean, the sellers might be living in there and those that are completely vacant where we can just bring everything in. So um, how it's going to benefit is, um, first of all, the house is going to be completely uh, neutralized for the potential audience. So whoever walks into this house is not going to be distracted by the, maybe the personal aspects or colors Um, of the home. So it's going to be completely neutral. So we can target the most number of potential buyers. Also, it's going to highlight the features of the home, it's going to um, downplay the negative aspects. And it's going to really highlight the positive. So everything that we do with when it comes to staging is strategically placed. So it's not interior design. It's not um, like we said before, it's not styled to the to the seller, it is styled for the audience. So Um, There's two different big differences um, in designing and staging, because uh, when we stage the home, we want to bring the most number of potential buyers, which in turn is going to bring a higher price for the home. And statistically, it's proven that not only you're going to get more, but it's going to sell a lot faster. Um, It's going to stand out from the competition. Those pictures are going to look amazing. And these days, buyers start 90 more than 90 percent of buyers start the, the search online. So it's critical that those show, those pictures show in the best possible way so that you can get more buyers into the home. Once a buyer walks into this home, they, they, they get that emotional connection and they can mentally allow themselves, you know, see themselves in the space, which then triggers the offer.
0: I want, I've seen like when I've sold real estate, it, the difference between having a home staged and having a home not staged, especially vacant homes. I think it's hard sometimes for buyers to see if you have some awkward rooms and you're like, okay, this room is like a little too long. How am I going to fit my furniture in there? When you stage it properly and have an expert in staging, show you, okay, this is how we have to do it to open up the room or to make it feel more cozy or whatever it is. Um, buyers can then actually see themselves living, like you said, you know, in that place, as opposed to having vacant properties where it's kind of just like, how, you know, how would I arrange my furniture in this room, for example? So you totally can get a lot more, um, a lot more money, you know, for, for, sellers can get a lot more money when they list their home with staging. Talk to me now I've seen, and I feel like this is like a newer trend um, of virtual staging. Like when did that come about? And what do you think the difference is between virtual staging and then actually having the home staged?
1: Great question. We actually sent an email last month about the differences between uh, virtual and um Real staging. Virtual staging has come a long, long way. And I should say there are some really, really um good professionals who do virtual staging. So the, the main benefit really um comes down to cost. So you are paying per picture that you get virtually staged. Um the options are definitely the the whoever designs these um these or does these um virtual staging, they will have more options in terms of furniture because they can choose from a huge gallery of um, styles and colors to to design the space. So it's going to allow more of a different look, I guess, than real staging. So, But I would say the biggest, biggest uh, benefit would be cost. Um, there are some big cons to virtual staging, the main one being Um, it sends a confusing message to buyers because they see these beautiful uh, pictures online. They get excited about seeing this property and then they walk into the property and they're like, wait a minute, this is not the same one that I thought it was. Or is this the same home? And the realtor has to explain, yes, yes, it is the same home. This is where the couch would be and this is where the TV would go. So it does send a confusing message and sometimes It almost feels like the buyers get not too excited when they walk into the into the home, and it's just you know not as attractive. So um, definitely, there's there's that that component. We get a lot of calls from clients who have virtually staged their home, and it's still not selling because virtual staging is not going to tackle the issue of defining the the space. So what we were talking about when you walk into a, a big space and it's empty. Uh, where's my couch gonna go? How much furniture am I able to fit in here? Um, is this room enough for a king bed or a queen bed? So you cannot um, you cannot show the definition of space with virtual staging when a client walks in. When they they look online for for beautiful pictures, yes, it's going to attract that potential interest of buyers. But when they actually walk into the home, it is not going to be that great of an experience.
0: I agree with you 100%. I mean it really does boil down to cost. And so, I think if somebody was saying, you know what, should I virtually I only have the option to not stage or virtually stage because I don't have enough money to actual actually pay for the staging, you know, if the home is kind of weird in the way that it's laid out, virtual staging could be a huge a huge benefit. Um so let's Absolutely. talk about the cost a little bit because I know that um when I sole real estate, right? Part of my listing presentation was to talk about staging. And staging could be staging with their own furniture. Staging could also be bringing in a home stager like yourself to bring the furniture in and things like that. Um, But in the beginning, it's kind of like, okay, who's going to pay for this staging, right? How does that work? And I think that's why a lot of real estate agents don't offer that on their listing presentation. Um, Number one, maybe they don't know a good professional stager and then number two, not really sure how the logistics works for that. So why don't you talk to me a little bit about cost and then how agents typically, you know, do they take on the cost? Do they defer it to the seller? How does that work?
1: Absolutely. that two key important um, questions. So when it comes to cost, um, it's really going to vary depending on what service you're looking for. So we talked about how we offer services for occupied homes and for vacant homes. So for occupied homes, the goal is to use as many of the homeowners furnishings as we can. Um, but with that being said, there are, there are some occasions when those furnishings are not really what's going to show best. So in that case, we'll meet with the client, we'll, um, come up with an action plan for them to implement prior to staging. We'll tell them what items we are going to use and what needs to really be removed to storage, or sometimes they just put stuff in the garage. And then we come back and bring the actual furniture to supplement what is there. So for that kind of service, you probably would be looking at somewhere in between 2000 to 3500 to get it staged with some furniture in it. Um that is something that would be a
0: flat fee, or or is then there a monthly fee on top of that?
1: So that usually is at least our company. Um, we offered the option of renewing every every month the rental fee because we don't want to tie up clients to like two, three, or six months of rentals when we know they can sell in a couple of weeks and then be done. But if they do need that extra time because contingencies or or the buyer backed out. Then they're able to renew that fee, which could vary. For an occupied home, it could be anywhere between five hundred to like twelve hundred dollars a month. The renewal. Um, then, when it comes to staging uh, of a vacant place, it it our company offers different um, packages. So it's of course different to different to stage a three hundred thousand dollar home than it is a four million dollar home. So we do give people that you know the flexibility. So you're looking at anywhere between 3000 to 6000 on average. That's kind of what I see in the area. Um, it varies depending on the number of rooms that you're staging, on the package that you choose. So there's different factors that, um, that will affect the cost. But that's kind of a ballpark. In terms of who pays for this service, um, there is no written rule of who needs to pay for these. So a lot of agents... We've seen a lot of agents lately coming to us and saying, hey, I want to include the service as part of my listing services to my client. It adds value. Um, It makes me look great that I am going the extra mile um, to bring a professional staging company that is going to make sure that the house looks the best possible way. It's going to improve my statistics. So I am taking on that expense from out of my marketing budget. So um some of them will pay that that fee for them, the whole, you know, amount. Some agents, especially the ones that have never used a staging company before or that they're not sure how it works, will um negotiate to 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 pay half of the staging fee with the seller. So the, the seller will pay half, they'll pay half, or sometimes they'll say, okay, the seller will pay you everything up front and I will pay out of my closing proceeds um, to the seller when I close. So it is really, it's really different. It's like I said, there's not a specific rule that they need to follow. I I encourage agents, whatever you decide to charge or pay for the staging service, get it in writing so that it's clear that there's no doubt or anything um, about what you're covering, what you're paying. Um, And um, we are seeing an increasing number of agents Absorb these costs, but it's it's still. I would say, like seventy percent of the time, the seller pays, and thirty percent of the time, the agent pays.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's going to change. Right. The market's changing, so the way that people are going to handle things, you know, when it comes to staging and money and stuff like that, is going to be different, um, totally different than what it was, what they were used to when things were flying off the market, and maybe they didn't yeah. have to spend a lot on a lot of other marketing you know, things because stage the home, it's going to sell. And the other thing is that if you're staging a home, you don't have to stage the whole home, right? So like you want to stage the key things, like maybe the living room in the master bedroom or the outside area or whatever. So, you know, you can really pick and choose what, you know, what rooms actually need the staging. And you can say, you know what? I think we need to stage the living room and the master. I will pay for that. If you want to add any additional staging on top of that, that's going to come out of, you know, your cost. Um, But I can 100% attest to the increase in value. So like $3,000 or $6,000 in the whole grand scheme of things is a small amount compared to what the property will actually sell for with the staging. So do you have any, like, and if you don't, it's fine, but any, like, statistics or numbers on, like, what percentage, you know, or how much more of an increase homes, staged homes get, as opposed to homes that are not staged?
1: Yeah, um, statistically, um, it's about seven, up to 17% higher, Um in value that you can sell your home when it's staged. Um, and what we tell buyers, sellers all the time is, yes, it might be an investment that you're making up front, and that's the painful part, you know, to, to pay all that money without knowing exactly. But when your home stands out among all the others, you definitely are going to get um, your monies back.
0: Mm -hmm. And like you said, I mean, the majority of people are looking online first, right? And so that's the agent. I I actually just taught a class and I explained to the agents that the way you list property with your professional photos, with your, whether or not you're staging, with the description that you have in the MLS, that's your reputation that the entire world is going to see. So everybody online, whether they're on the MLS, Realtor.com, Zillow or Remax or any other website out there, you know, you're portraying your reputation as a listing agent. And so it's really important to make sure that those listings, you know, have the best light. Um, So talk to me a little bit about design. So right now it is um, like winter of 2023. Um, (laughs) What are you seeing in terms of like trends, colors? Is it changing?
1: Um. Yes, it is. um, It is so quick. Like we, you know, we go to market every year, of course, to stay on top of all the trends and and colors and whatnot. So um, every year, everything changes. However, we are in Florida. So in Florida, um, we do tend to see um, longevity when it comes to the the coastal modern style, a lot of Mm -hmm. light colors, blues, grays, just because of our location. Um, However, we are seeing more and more homes, especially the new construction homes being built with just these new different accents. So colors that are really big right now, white, black and gold. I feel like those are big, big players. They look amazing. We have staged and designed a couple of homes with only black and white. And in the beginning, we were like, I don't know, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out, but once they're put together, they look absolutely beautiful, elegant, amazing, outstanding. So um, definitely there's a lot of uh, continuity with the black, white and gold. We are heading heading out to market in April in uh, North Carolina. So I'm, I can't wait to see the, you know, the new trends. Um, we also see bold colors like like your jacket color, like deep greens or deep blues, like those deep, deep colors are definitely also um, popular. So it's depending on your style, your preference, there's definitely something for everybody.
0: Yeah, I love It's so funny, because when I redid my kitchen, when we first moved in um, to the house that back in 2016, 2017, I think it was my kitchen is black and gold. And I, in my, my parents' house is black and white. And I'm like, it really wasn't in back then. It was more of like, I don't know, like grays and white, like especially mm-hmm. the new construction, you know, a lot of whites, but all of that is coming back. I'm seeing a lot of, like, mauve, you know, like, uh, which I remember, like, I love the teal. Teal was last year, the past couple of years, right? I love, love, love the teal. But just recently, I'm starting to see, like, mauve, like a mauve, a light pink and, like, yellow. Yes.
1: Yes, and it's beautiful. We have staged a couple of homes with the yellow, which... A couple of years ago, we would have been like, what, yellow? No. But yellow in the right amounts, in the right places, is going to definitely give um, a, a splash of color and, and just make the space vibrant and inviting and, and just stand out. So for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. So let's, um, why don't we give people some, maybe just some home staging tips or design, whether it's from like decluttering, depersonalizing, you know, if a, if a real estate agent is going on a listing presentation, whether they're going to use home staging or not, What are some of the things that they can kind of have on their checklist as they go through the home for themselves to say, okay, I'm going to look at this home in the eyes of a buyer and I'm going to educate my seller as to what they should be doing um, to kind of like get the home show ready?
1: Okay, I think the number one um, tip recommendation um, is decluttering whenever you think. Uh, you're ready to list your home for sale, start right away. Start going through through closets, start going through what you don't really use often, what you haven't used in a year. Usually we recommend if you haven't used it in a year and it's not seasonal, like seasonal clothes, things like that, just move it out. Donate it, get rid of it. So that is the number one thing. We um, get used to living the way we live and we don't see the extra clutter, all the extras. So whenever you decide that you that it's time to list a home, start the cluttering. If it's overwhelming or you don't know where to start, there are professional organizers available that will come and do that kind of job for you. So they'll help you go through your closets, through your pantry, through your garage, make sure that all the piles are organized because a lot of people get overwhelmed. And especially if they're dealing with like a long distance move or something like that. Um, also, sec- second tip would be start going through any list of, um, small maintenance details that are going to come at some point. So start checking that every, all the fans are working, all the lights, of course, do your, um, AC maintenance, uh, roof checks. And of course, your realtor is going to guide you more in that, in that aspect. Um, the third one would be, um, just tackle any color patches that need to be done if you're not going to paint the whole house just patching the walls properly in the areas where you know where you removed or you have scratches or things like that it just gives a better look overall look to the home when the house has been well maintained Um and then the the last one I think is start lining up a, a couple of handyman or cleaning crew to, you know, to come and and get the tiles steam cleaned, get the carpet steam cleaned, all of those things that are going to be uh, necessary before you sell the home.
0: So one of the other things that I hear a lot too is depersonalizing. How important is that? If someone obviously has a ton of like collages and pictures and blah, blah, blah on the walls, yes, I definitely would say depersonalize. Um, but how depersonalized should people get like with taking everything down that is family photos and stuff like that? Or what is your take on that?
1: Um, definitely depersonalize. It, um, it is a key point just because whenever you list a home for sale and people come in, you don't want them to be distracted by anything. You want them to see themselves moving into this home. And when they come into the the room and they see all these beautiful family pictures, they start thinking not about them living there, but about who is selling the home to them. Oh, they do sports. Oh, they travel. Oh, uh, he is into whatever hobby. So we want to make sure that we remove any personal photos from everywhere in the house um, and neutralize as much as possible. Even small things like diplomas, um, awards those kind of things that are specific to each person's story um go ahead and get rid of those for sure yeah. perfect
0: um so one one little tip i have for real estate agents if you are using staging in your you know in your marketing or marketing plan is start to you know take note of how you're listing these properties which ones are selling? Okay. I have this property that was on the market for X amount of days. It was not staged and it sold for X percent, you know, 97 or 95% of the list price. Here's an example of a staged home that sold in 22 days for 99% of the list price, right? So just start to really, you know, show what you do that separates you from every other real estate agent out there. Because when a seller is meeting with you, the real estate agent, that's what they want to know. They want to know what makes you different. Um, than every other agent that's out there. And so when you can incorporate staging and professional photos, which professional photos has to be a 100% must on anybody's list. Um, But all of these little extras that you do to help the seller get their home sold for top dollar, as well as make your listing stand out, you you really want to start to come up with that list. And I think staging is number one on that list. Some homes may not need it. Some people may not, you know, be able to afford it. Um, but definitely staging is is something that you always want to recommend or add. So absolutely. I'm, it's a I'm, game changer. <laughs> yes, it definitely is. I appreciate so much you being on here. Um, I think those were some amazing tips um, and advice for real estate agents and also for anybody that's, you know, yeah. looking to sell their home. So Thank you,
1: Danielle. This was very exciting. I love um, doing things with you. (laughs) Yes.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Real Estate Secrets Unlocked. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite platform. And we would love your feedback. Check us out on social and let me know what topics you want more of. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel and our show. I'm your host, Danielle Damianov, and until next time, stay motivated, stay excited, and keep growing in this crazy world of real estate. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Secrets Unlocked.